0: Feeling inspired by hosts Ron and Tyler, this episode of the Movie Buffs podcast is brought to you by the YouTube workout channel, Time to Train Fitness. With all things YouTube, it's free. Jump into a bar class, crank out a cycling workout, or pump out a strength session. Everything you need to work out for free at home. Check out the description and subscribe today. You heard the promo about Time to Train Fitness and you're thinking, how do I get some dumbbells? There's really only two products that I recommend when it comes to at-home fitness, and one of those are the Core Home Fitness Adjustable Dumbbells. If you're already following the YouTube workouts, these are the dumbbells that I use, me, Tyler, and you've probably seen me adjust them between the weights super fast. Along with adjusting quickly, they go from 5 pounds to 50 pounds and feel great in the hands. Head to the link in the description and grab yourself a pair. You have the free workouts on YouTube and will now have the dumbbells to help you reach your fitness goals. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to another Instant Reaction episode in the Movie Buffs podcast. My name is Tyler and... I'm actually excited for this one. Before we get to the episode, though, I actually want to dedicate this episode to my co-host, Ron Trujillo. I'm going to dedicate this one to him, first of all, because this is, I believe, his favorite movie of 2022. If you listen to that episode that we did where we rank all our favorite movies and some of the wacky stuff that comes up in our brains, check that episode out. He talked about this movie a lot, but the real reason is just a few weeks ago from the time of this recording, Ron was in a movie that premiered at Sundance. Huge. I'm not joking. This is not one of those weird jokes that Ron tells, or you're trying to think, is he telling the truth or are they actually sponsored by some weird product? Nope. I'm 100% serious. He premiered in a movie called Cassandra. And if you go check it out on IMDb, I'm looking at it right now. You'll see his name on the top build cast, or sorry, on the cast. And you look at it, the details of it, you're like, wow, this is a legit movie. The director, it's got a great background, writers, all that kind of stuff. And it's huge. It's Sundance. If you are a fan of Entourage, you know the Sundance Kids episode, you know uh, James Cameron, all that kind of stuff. And to see Ron at Sundance, the pictures that he took, taking pictures with the stars. It's awesome. He's following his passion. We do work inside the fitness industry, but he's following his passion, doing all the things to, you know, create that type of life that he wants. So this episode is for you, Ron. Now, with the Oscars coming up, they just dropped the Oscar noms a few weeks ago. And I'll admit that when I looked at the best picture list, I was a little uh i was a little shocked to see how many i hadn't seen now 2022 the last year two years it's been different for watching movies or even digesting how are you watching them and so i was um say the least behind in terms of which ones i have seen and so this past weekend my wife and i we decided to tackle at least one of those and we settled on everything everywhere all at once Ron's been talking about it. Ron did an episode with the Doctor Strange, and I believe he compared them and talked about them. And I've heard that before, about how people think that everything, everywhere, all at once should have been how Doctor Strange was filmed. And so turning it on, I had an expectation. And so with this episode, I'm going to talk about a variety of things. And with every instant reaction episode that I do, they are a, a call to check it out, watch it hopefully push you to turn it on, whether it's a series, a movie, whatever that might be. And I try to keep it as spoiler free. I think this one, the items that I picked that um, do talk a little bit about the movie, it's not going to ruin anything. Hopefully they'll just, if you do watch it, you'll just think, ah, that's that thing that Tyler was talking about. And so let's start with the directors. Now, I thought it was kind of coincidental at the time of filming or recording this. One of the directors—it's actually his birthday. So Dan Kwan, happy birthday to you! Probably not to listen to this, or I know you're not going to listen to this. But happy birthday to you. The other director is Daniel Schneidert. there we go. And they might be more known for Swiss Army Man. That's—I feel like—a movie that it's got a nice little cult following. I believe Ron's talked about it before. But they also did the music video for DJ Snake's "Turn Down for What." I think we can all. Uh, Remember that one, or at least remember the song. And I thought they had some pretty interesting IMDb photos. When I was doing a little bit of research for this, I was like, okay, interesting fellas. Probably not kind of guys that would want to hang out with me, working out, sitting in front of a computer, that kind of stuff, or playing disc golf, but interesting fellas. And with watching one of the videos where they were talking about their inspiration for this movie, they mentioned The Matrix, Kill Bill, It's a Wonderful Life, Groundhog Day. And a lot, about, a lot of uh, anime that I don't really know anything about. And I thought that was interesting because when they did start mentioning those and now uh, then I'm starting to jog my memory about the movie, I was like, okay, I could see all of those things playing into this movie, into everything, everywhere, all at once. And a small little side note here. I actually think it's kind of funny because I have the title in front of me. But if anybody that's my friend that I see on a weekly basis, you know that I always forget. The title of this movie and so having it in front of me definitely helps but the cast of this it's a largely asian-based cast michelle yo if you don't know who michelle yo is you've been living under a rock probably one of the biggest asian actresses alongside jackie chan i mean crouching tiger hidden dragon crazy rich asians she's amazing she can do anything and not just two karate-based movie martial arts based movies she can play Uh, uh, characters like in Crazy Rich Agents, where intimidating is shit. So you should know who Michelle Yeoh is. Stephanie Hsu, I didn't know who she was, but uh, she's in The Marvelous Miss Maisel. I believe my wife watches that. Uh, It's one of those shows I don't watch. Jamie Lee Curtis, again, if you don't know who Jamie Lee Curtis is, I don't know why you're even listening to this podcast. And then lastly, the one that is always fun when you just see him in the movie, but also just talking about him. And I'm going to talk about him in just a bit. His key, Hequan, uh, short run or data, depending upon what what, you, what character you like more from uh, your childhood or from those movies. But he's also going to be in season two of Loki, which is something Ron has pointed out before in our normal podcast. Now, the part that I'm going to jump into here with this is one of the main topics here and I mentioned something along these lines when I believe Ron and I talked about Shang-Chi. And that's Asian opportunity. And I think it was a little sappy. I know it's sappy for me. I don't really um, you know, jump too much into these in the podcast, but the Asian opportunity of these characters, of these actors, actresses, and Ki Kwan actually talked about this in all the promotions for this and talking about why we hadn't seen him for a while. And even just reading his bio, he mentioned how opportunities dried up. That's why there was such a big dip in his career. And I read that when there was that dip, he went back to uh, film school. He did stunt work and stuff like that to pay the bills, stay in the industry. And to see him coming back in this way, it's just great to see. But uh, for me, Asian opportunity with watching, now bringing back in the Shang-Ti re- references that I just men- mentioned. After seeing that, you kind of, or for myself, you feel a little proud. You're like, wow, this is awesome. Also seeing Crazy Rich Asians, totally different movie. But you're just like, okay, Asians out there. And you you, you enjoy it. And that's why I believe that's important and do I think sometimes it gets overdone? And I mentioned this in that rankings episode that I did, where sometimes I just feel like they throw in some things to just check a box that there was no really substance to it. But movies like this that I'm I'm actually going to switch some things around in this outline I have, but seeing movies like this that are just well-made, well-acted, and when you can see little things that are maybe small similarities in your own life, from being half Asian, I'm Asian, half Asian, but from your own life, it helps create that emotion, that connection. And this, I mean, is a slight joke, but one of our listeners and I were joking about how with Black Adam, you have no emotional connection in that movie. And I know it's an action movie. It's not meant to. Create some type of emotion, like where you're crying or anything like that, but you're not connected to any character in the movie because it's just poorly acted, poorly filmed, poorly directed, poorly edited. So many things just bad, and I, you hate Duncan on that movie because most likely you like The Rock. But even in some action movies, I just tell my Shang Chi. How I had some emotional response in it, and yet it's an action movie. It's a Marvel movie. Those are well written, well directed movies. So. Seeing some type of similarity in your own life that creates an emotion, which is a good sign of a movie if you have that type of response in it. A quick promo break here in this episode. If you've been a fan of our podcast, you've probably already heard me, Tyler, one of your hosts, talk about the Naboso insoles. If you are ever wondering about, oh, what are insoles? How do they help my feet? Are they really useful? I got to tell you that I've been wearing these duo insoles for probably a year and a half now, and I think they're game changers. If you sit at a desk, if you are on your feet, so basically anybody for anybody in the world, they can really help with your health. If you ever have foot pain or if you have any type of issues with your feet, these can be a game changer for you hopefully you take my word on it. You head to the link in the description, you buy yourself a pair and you come back and you share it that, oh, I actually bought those insoles and they actually do work. You know, that'd be something that we'd love to hear, love to see, because that means that you're working on your health. That's it for the promo break. Let's get back to the episode. One of the things I later on that I was talking about, that I'm talk about now is camera movement. There is such a big influence when you see How a director moves the camera and I'm not trying to put big labels on things, but the fight sequence in it with Ki Kwan when um, it kind of kicks off the whole multiverse uh, scenes. I don't want to I'm trying to tiptoe right here, but there's a scene in it with where the fight sequence kind of kicks off things and the way that they move the camera. It's just so well-timed. You see everything, and there's a difference when you see and when they talk about their influences. You can honestly see how that pays off. Talking about Matrix, Kill Bill, all the anime stuff that the directors were talking about. And this is the scene um, outside the elevator and comparing it to even what the Russo brothers did with Avengers or any of the Captain America's where it's much more close up, where you're kind of guessing, but you feel it because of the sounds of the punches. With Shang-Chi, with movies, like everything, all, everywhere all at once, you see everything. There's no guessing. The camera is placed in places where you're like, wow, oh, that was cool. Or the way that there's purpose to it is what I'm trying to say. And with Asian directors, and one of the directors is Asian, but with influence that you get from... Asian culture, but also movies that are martial arts based. The camera is just so well placed that the purpose of it is for the audience. And I'm not saying that there's such a big, uh, one's better than the other right now, but I'm just saying it's well noticed in my opinion. And that was actually one of my issues that I had with um, Captain Marvel. The fight sequences were just so meh. They were just it's hard, it's it's bad to say, but they were just so um, not well prepared. And that was my big issue with that movie. You have this thing that was so hyped up, Captain Marvel coming into the MCU and the fight sequences were just blah. I, that's just the easiest way to say it because the directors had, no, they came from the indie universe, I believe. They, they wrote and directed indie movies that they're not punching and fighting and moving cameras and whatnot. And the fight sequences showed. So, The camera movement in this movie is just top notch and not just with fight sequences, everything, the art sequences that where they're telling a story with moving the camera, there's purpose everywhere in it. Now, let me go back to (laughs) the beginning of my outline that I have here and give you some summary, IMDb summary of this movie. If you're not really familiar with it, thank you for sticking along, (laughs) along with my all over the place episode so far. But uh, the IMDb summary, a middle-aged Chinese immigrant is swept up in a an insane adventure in which she alone can save existence by exploring other universes and connecting with the lives she could have led. So multiverse themes in this movie, uh, really, you get right off the bat, and hopefully you get from the, the trailer, that it's about how one thing can affect your whole life and impact your life. And what if you can unlock those different universes or different use and see what that has to do with what you're trying to deal with now. And that's a very bland way of me saying what the movie's about. I'm trying not to, again, uh, spoil anything, but I'm just trying to give you an idea of what it's about. It sounds like a lot, especially when you watch the trailer, like, Whoa, am I going to like this? But I think it has something for everybody in it. And, um, That is kind of where I'm going to take this episode now with the message of it, because the strength of this movie, I think, is that it doesn't just have one theme of it. There's not just one thing you could take from it. And that's maybe why Ron liked it so much. You could take a lot from this. That's not just the mother-daughter relationship. There's not just how one decision can impact your whole life. There's how not to dwell on the past items, how you can still create change, something that anybody can take from these days. There's the wife-husband relationship. There's the child-parent relationships. There's dreaming big. All these different messages that are packed into this movie that start to, as they combine things and start to wrap things up in this movie, they start to come forward. Oh, wow. Mother-daughter relationship, child-parent, wife-husband, not dwelling on certain items. How one item does not insanely change your whole life, how you can make more changes, how you can make different decisions, how dreaming big is important, all these different things that when you unravel all these layers of this movie, it really becomes one of those moments like, okay, that was a nice message. So that's really a great feature of this movie, in my opinion. Uh, From the first impression of the trailer, i'll admit that it didn't really push me to watch it um and that's probably why i didn't why it took me so long it wasn't because i was trying to spite ron with not watching it um it's been on showtime for a long time and i think it was the trailer that it didn't really inspire me to watch it um of course, I talked about it already before. I like watching Asian opportunity movies, Asian actors. I like, obviously, I like action movies. But I think the trailer didn't really hook me enough. Um, and that, I think trailers these days are, are not what they used to be. Um, that's just my opinion on that. But uh, that's just how I feel about it. Uh, one of the items I have here, that's kind of fun. Favorite version, favorite universe. There is a, (laughs) um, I actually changed this from when I made the outline originally to, um, to now or to yesterday. Um, there's a (laughs) raccoon universe and it sounds hilarious. Think Ratatouille, but with a raccoon and think about a chef um and when you come to that part hopefully you laugh like i did i just thought it was hilarious uh, i love ratatouille who doesn't love ratatouille but um <laughs> raccoon is probably my favorite universe um just for the <laughs> the different parts where they tie it in because it's just so random and um but i'm gonna leave it with that hopefully when you watch it or if you have seen it already um, let me know what your favorite universe is. Uh, favorite character has got to be Ki- Ki Kwan. Um I have seen Goonies a million times. Um, I know Ron still hasn't. It it's a one of these episodes. Uh, one of the main versions of our episode. We'll have to get Ron explained why it has to do with how Ron. When you you have to literally uh, Miyagi Ron into watching things he's been told to watch the Goonies so many times that he just refuses to watch it. It's one of those stories. Um, but to see him coming back, hear his voice because he still does have a very unique voice that um, seeing him in it grown up is just very nostalgic in my opinion. But he's my favorite character from the movie, just how the different universes, all that kind of stuff. And then also seeing how he does, how he d- does do stunt work seeing him move the way he does. Very impressive. Now let's get to my recommendation. And this is going to kind of wrap it up here. My recommendation is you got to see it once. It's a best picture nom. That's not the reason to see it, but it's one of those movies for myself that I'm happy that I saw it. I like the message. Well made. Would I watch it again? I probably will not. Just because it's a lot to unpack, are there movies that are really in depth that I like to watch on a yearly basis? Yeah, Inception's one of my. It is probably my favorite movie, Um, and there's a lot in that movie. But this is one that I will probably not watch. Uh, But I do believe that you should. I do believe you should see it, just because it's a cool idea. It's a cool play on the multiverse that doesn't come from Marvel. It's a cool idea to get a message from with all those things I talked about, child, parent, wife, husband, mother, daughter, anything in that area that hopefully makes you think. It creates an emotion once you watch it that walking away, maybe you do feel a different way. Maybe you do feel inspired and that's always a good thing. So that has been my instant reaction of everything, everywhere, all at once. I hope you enjoyed this instant reaction. I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, I'd like to hear what you thought as well. Drop a comment on your favorite social media platform, Facebook or Instagram, the reel that will be posted with this or even the blog. Make sure that you leave us a review. Those things help out our podcast as we're growing, as we're trying to create new content this year. And as always, thank you for listening, tuning in to these new episodes, and I will see you in the next one.